welcome to the Unfiltered Empowered Woman. I am your host, Ellen, and I am a female empowerment coach. That means that I help you stop people-pleasing, stop being controlled by anxiety and overthinking, breaking your bad habits, and stop letting food rule your life. It's time for you to take your power back and become an empowered woman. In this podcast, I will show you the unfiltered version of myself and my guests. You know, the stuff that we can't put on Instagram. I want to show you how living unfiltered means you can take that power back and live a truly empowered life. Now let's dig in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Unfiltered Empowered Woman podcast. So I wasn't actually going to do an episode today, but I just came home from, it's Saturday here in Bali, it's hot as balls at the moment, oh my fucking god, it is rain season, it's coming, you can feel it, it's hot, it's muggy, it's, yeah, it's very hot, (laughs) god, completely off topic, anyways, I just came home from breakfast with one of my friends, Holly, who is actually one of the coaches at Wanderlust, um, and Today there is a Wanderlust social. So every week, or oh sorry, every month, the gym that I train at here in Bali throws like a pool party with like you get a, cu- a couple of drinks, you get this a DJ, obviously you can buy food because there's a restaurant there. Um, and it's just like good times. And she just, because Holly is quite new to Wanderlust, she asked me, what are you wearing tonight or today to the party? Like do people wear bikinis? Like do you wear like a dress? Like what do people wear? And it just hit me how much like because I haven't been to one of these parties in so long because I've just been busy those times but it just hit me so much about how my journey with my body has changed in the year that I've been here in Bali and it literally was like a light bulb moment and like me and Holly we don't know each other like we we know each other but like we haven't hung out that much even though I like absolutely adore her and I feel like we are getting closer every single day Um, but she doesn't know my whole journey with my, like my background, with my body image and stuff. And I I was like, oh my God, I just have to tell you, like, it literally just hit me like a ton of bricks. (laughs) So I had to tell her, um, what I'm going to tell you. And that is that for such a long time, I haven't realized now that I was really attaching my worth to my body and how I looked. And when she asked me today, I was like, that's very interesting like in the past I would have worn there was a time in my life where I would have worn the smallest bikini just wanted as much attention attention as possible and like wanted every single person there to look at me and like that's fine if you like the attention awesome for you but for me when I was doing it it was more like if I'm not getting attention I don't feel like I'm good enough because the only way I know how to get attention is through how I look and mind you, like I was, this comes, stems back from my childhood because I was so shy as a child. Like I, I didn't really trust myself, um, especially in like group environments. I would never speak up because I was shy and I was like, oh, who's going to want to listen to me? Like I have nothing to say. And, you know, that bled into relationships with guys. Like girlfriends always had so many friends, never had a problem with that because when I sit down with someone one-on-one, I really I'm really good at connecting and I've always have been and like I find that I can build strong friendships quite quick uh, quite easily but with guys because I was so insecure in myself like I didn't feel like 
like I, I remember thinking like why would any guy ever want to be with me like because like what, what like what's so interesting about me like the only thing that's interesting about me is how I look like I really thought that the best thing about me was my body which is oh I feel so sad for that girl because you know that's so not true but anyway that's how I thought and I think this really spiraled into well I mean this probably like the low self-worth is you know obviously comes from a number of different reasons but I know that it really like this story that I told myself that my body determines my worth really spiraled you know when I went through my period of having an anorexia because that's when I started realizing that people will notice me um, when like when they will notice me when they seem that my body looks in a certain way so for example people started giving me so much attention when I lost so much weight and you know people finally started noticing me and coming up to me and talking to me and complimenting me so like at that very very young age of like what was I like 14 15 years old I started already associating looking a certain way with getting more attention aka love or that's how I thought at the time so of course this is a wound that's gonna stay or story that's gonna stay stuck in my body it's, it's something that I'm going to believe and I can see now that I'm now that I've gone through it and I really feel like I've come out the other end and I can see things from a much clearer perspective I can see now how this really has impacted me so much more than I actually thought so let's like speed it up a bit then I went into, you know, bodybuilding. I thought that I was only worthy if I looked like a bodybuilder. Then I went into nutrition coaching and I thought that, like, I remember even saying to someone that complimented me on being lean and I was like, yeah, you know, I have to look the part, haha. And, and they were just like, yeah, that's true. And then that became my identity. Like, I had to be this lean nutrition coach because otherwise who would want to take advice from me if, if I wasn't skinny? And um yeah like after my bodybuilding show I got my boobs done for the first time because I was like I've always been obsessed with Pamela Anderson like she's so gorgeous and like everyone on stage has big boobs like her and that's what I need to be pretty and I genuinely did think that that's what was going to make me happy and like don't get me wrong here I definitely think that my getting my boobs done definitely gave me a lot of confidence and it wasn't like a lot of people say that, like, oh, once you change one thing, you're going to want to change everything. Like that wasn't the case for me. Like I got my boobs on and I was so happy. I felt so much more confident. And like, I felt like, oh, this is, this feels more like me. But then it kind of, how do I explain this? So then I went into CrossFit and, you know, started appreciating my body for a bit more for what it was. And then I had my boobs done again because I, well, one of the reasons was because I had to, because the first time I went, I went to a really shitty surgeon and I got complications and basically I had to get them done again. Um, and, you know, we were during COVID lockdown and the private practices were still open. So I was like, you know what, there's no better time to do it than now. So I did it again. And yeah, like I remember for, yeah, so I got my boobs done and then I also got hair extensions. And I think that's when I really realized that, shit, now I attach so much of my worth to how I look. And that's like, from the moment that I got the extension, like the first week, I was like, oh my God, I love it. But then I, I know that I 
like I hated how I felt in training. I hated like the extra care. I thought it was so annoying that you couldn't just pull your hair up. Like you have to have tapes and stuff like that. And ugh, I just found it was so annoying. But I was like, I can't take them out because they're a part of me now. Like who's going to look at me? No one's going to think that I'm attractive. And I think because I was, you know, I had these big boobs and I had this long hair and like I looked like a Barbie and that kind of gave me this like fake confidence of just standing up more straight and taking up more room and you know talking to more people and being more like hey look at me and of course if you are more like that if you are more out there and if you you know you're literally vibrating in a different energy because of these things well that's what I thought it was I, I have this confidence because of these things, then of course people are going to talk to you. Like you literally are shining so much brighter than you were before. And I thought that I could only shine that bright if I had these things, that I could only be confident if I had long hair, if I, I could only be confident if I had big boobs. So, you know, I would take any advantage that I could to show off my long hair, to show off my long boobs, oh, long, long boobs, <laughs> to show off my um, big boobs. Like I'd wear tiny bikinis and um, yeah, like for example, to these socials in the past, I would have worn something really, really small to like show off and want everyone to look at me because that's how I perceived my worth. And then um, got my hair extensions out and I remember I was so incredibly self-conscious because I was like no one's going to think I'm attractive now. Like, no one's going to think that I'm beautiful. Everyone's going to be like, why the hell did she take them out? Like, she looked so much better before. And yeah, for a few weeks, I definitely, like, dug myself into a little bit of a hole of, like, I'm not pretty anymore. But then I was kind of like, you know what, fuck this. Like, I'm just, I'm still going to go out. I'm still going to, you know, have fun and talk to guys and, you know, get dressed up and who cares like if someone doesn't like me because my hair is short then okay cool like that's their problem basically and what do you know I went out and I got the exact same attention as I would have with my long hair like nothing changed at all because my confidence was still there like I my confidence wasn't actually attached to my long hair that that was just something that I had made up in my mind and it took me a while to get over that. I'm like, oh my God, like I can actually still be confident without this long hair. And yeah, but I still held on to this belief that like now people only like me because my boobs are really big. And like I would, I love, like when I first had them done, like the second time at the start, people would always say like, wow, they're so big. Or like, you know, guys would always bring them up in conversations. And I, I was like, yes, people are talking about me. And like, I really, I saw it as a positive thing. I was like, yes, like I'm getting attention. Like it didn't matter what, like what group it was in. Somehow they would always get brought up. Or even sometimes I would bring them up. Like, yeah, my boobs are so big. Like I can't do this and that. And it kind of became like something that I was so proud of. Like I always wanted to, to make sure that people noticed and like people looked and yeah, like, I really, like, I remember sometimes I'd feel like, oh my God, like, what ha what would happen if I had to get him out? Like, I, who would I be? Like, no one would like me. And when I started working with my coach, Nikki, I really was on this path of, like, people only like me because of my boobs. Like, that's the only reason guys think I'm attractive, because I have big boobs. Like, if I don't, don't have these, like, I'm just a fucking plain little mouse. And, like, my confidence, again, I thought was because of the boobs. 
And then I went on this huge like self-development journey of really going inwards and like basically not showing off my body at all. Like even if you look at my Instagram feed, if you scroll back a few months, you're going to see that bikini photo, basically every single photo, because I wanted that external validation. Even though I didn't admit it myself, I was like, no, I don't care about that. Like I can see it now that that's the reason why I was always posting bikini photos. Like I genuinely, like I remember even thinking like, no, I can't post a photo with clothes. I'm like, no one's going to like it. But now I'm like, fuck, I like, I don't want to post a bikini photo. Like I just like, like, why would I post that? Like for me, it doesn't make any sense. So um, anyway, I went super inwards, went super off guys, as you know, I like I literally if a guy would look at me and be like, don't look at me, like, don't talk to me, get away, like, don't want anything to do with you. Because I had to go on this really deep healing journey of learning to really love myself again, and learning to love myself for who I am. Not what I look like, but for my personality, for my my fucking magnetic energy that I know that I have for this like insane drive to just want to to just want to help people to want to learn to want to be better to just want to light up the world and I truly do believe that I was created to shine this bright so that I could help people see in their darkness and you might think that that's arrogant that's fine that's your opinion but I know that the reason why I had to go through all this shit is because I literally needed to be scrubbed completely clean so that I could shine like the fucking star I am because I am and so are you and it's so amazing what you can see and understand about yourself when you've gone through such a deep healing journey of understanding who you truly are and start loving yourself and backing yourself and having your fucking back for you, for you, your, 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 the purest version of you. So if you come back to the boobs again, like honestly, if I felt like this back in the days when I first got them done, I genuinely don't think that I would get them done I don't I think that I would have just been like no I'm fucking amazing just as I am I don't need fake boobs I don't need fake lips because I had that for a while as well I don't need hair extensions like I'm perfect just the way I am and I love myself for how I look and that's what's important and what's valuable about me isn't my body it's my incredible personality and that my soul and you know who I am as a person so yeah, I don't think that I would. But in saying that, like people, like I've had this conversation before and people are like, well, why don't you get them taken out? Well, two reasons. One, it's fucking expensive to have surgery again. Two, or actually three reasons. Two, I don't want to put my body under that stress again. Like surgery is stressful. And because they are quite big now, I don't think I could just get them out and they would just... Like I would have had to have skin removal or I would have had to like put a smaller implant in. Like I think that the skin would just sag. And three, like I genuinely do think that my boobs are fucking so sexy. I also, like I think about this all the time and look at myself in the mirror. So I do like them, but I don't think that if I felt like this, 
what, however many years ago when I got them done, I, do, I don't think that I would have had them done, no. So anyways, back to the story with Holly, my friend this morning. <laughs> so when she asked me what I was going to wear, first I was like, bikini. And then I was like, no, I don't want anyone to look at me. And then I was like, no, hang on. What am I going to wear? And my answer right now is a combination of both. Like I'm starting to feel more comfortable embracing my sexuality again. I'm starting to feel more comfortable, you know, showing off my body like before for a while, like as soon as anyone would even compliment me like a guy, I would be like, Ugh, he's a sleazebag. But now I'm like, no, like I'm actually like I can actually be sexy and I can also respect my body because I wasn't like, I'm not saying anyone who's sexy doesn't respect their body, but that's how I felt at the time. Like, remember that this is the unfiltered Empowered Woman podcast, and this is the unfiltered version of me. So what I went through and how I thought might not apply to you, but I want to share because I think that there's a lot of women going through this exact journey. So yeah, like now I feel like I can be, like I can wear clothes that show a bit more boobs. I can wear clothes that are a bit more sexy. And I feel like I do it now for a reason of, I like looking at myself being like, fuck yeah, you're a hot bitch. Not as go out, dress like this and every single guy is going to be all over you and think that you're the best thing and that you got to get the most attention because if you're not getting the most attention, then you're failing because that's how I started to feel. And like, this is quite like, intimate detail like a lot of my friends don't even notice and but I wanted to share because I want to be able to you know I want us to have a community of where we can share things and where we can be open and honest and hopefully me sharing my own personal journey with this helps you feel less alone and honestly that's that's what it's all about having that opportunity to, to share having the opportunity to heal and to understand that you're not alone. Because what happens when we are struggling with something for like, it doesn't matter if it's your body image, or if it's like your confidence or um, overtraining or food or, I don't know, dating apps or alcohol or whatever it is, what's going to happen is that that voice is going to tell you that you can't tell anyone about this. Because if you tell anyone, they're going to think that you're weird. They're not going to understand you. They're going to leave you. And it's going to try and keep you isolated from anyone else. And so what, what do we do? Well, we bury this story. We bury the fact that we don't think that we're good enough. We bury the fact that we are addicted to food. We bury the fact that we have this addiction to dating apps or sex or whatever it is. And we don't allow it to even, you know, we don't, allow ourselves to to admit that that's actually what's going on so of course the problem just stays longer 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 because to actually heal something we need to also we need to admit it you need to name it to tame it otherwise that problem is going to stay there because deep deep down you know that it's there but this protective part of you that like I said that voice that's trying to tell you don't tell anyone that voice is currently ruling your life because that voice is doing everything it can to protect this identity that you might not want to admit because, as I said, the protector is ruining or it's ruling your life. And what you need to do here is you need to accept that this is how I feel. I feel like I'm using my, my body to get attention. I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm addicted to apps. 
once we admit that to ourselves, we're taking the power away from the protector. We're taking the power away from our ego, that voice that's controlling us, telling us that we can't tell anyone. And we're making that problem real. We're taking it out of the box and out in the world. And that's scary as fuck. I get it. Because you're going to feel like that protective voice is going to tell you, no one's going to understand. Don't say it. And, you know, the tiniest little thing that goes wrong, like someone commenting on your video, someone saying, oh, that's weird. Or like, whoa, like, really? Do do you do that with your body? Any, like any small comment, the protective voice is going to be like, yep, see, told you, told you that you couldn't tell anyone, told you that you're weird, told you that you're the only one feeling like this. And... I promise you, you're not. You are 100% not alone in this, whatever it is that you're struggling with. Like, even like anything that you go through in life, if it's friendships problems, if it's relationships problems, is it food, is it training, like money, I can guarantee you that at least one person in your friendship groups is going through the exact same thing as you, but both of you are just sitting quiet because you're allowing that protective voice to control your actions. Whilst imagine if you opened up to each other, imagine the healing, imagine how much you could change each other's lives. And that's what I want to do with this podcast. Like I want to take that filter away, take that protective voice away and just fucking be open, be vulnerable, be fucking fearless and be completely unfiltered. And that's what I love with the Empowered Woman program, that us girls, we talk about everything. Like we open, like the call that we had the other day, someone said that they were so scared of sharing this one thing and that they didn't want to, you know, bring the mood down. And literally every single girl in the program was like, oh my God, I have felt this exact same. And I was like, well, how do you feel when someone shares? And everyone was like, I love it. I want to help. So you know, it just means that everyone is carrying this thing that they think that no one else is going to understand. But in reality, we're all the same. Most of us have the same insecurities. Most of us go through the same shit. Most of us you know, have these same thoughts that, that we think no one's going to understand. And in reality, once you open up and talk about it, most people will get it. And the people who don't get it, they're not your people. And that's fine. That's perfect because you're not going to be liked by everyone. No one, not everyone's going to understand you. That's okay. That's completely fine. And this is like, like with this group, like what I love so much is that no matter what anyone posts in there, even if they're like, oh, I don't know if anyone's going to get this every single time they get met by 10 other people like messages saying oh my god thank you for sharing you're so brave you're so vulnerable I got you back you know checking in the next day how did you go with this are you doing it how are you doing you know the other day someone hadn't posted in a while and they the girls like hey x are you okay we haven't heard from you in a bit like honestly I wish that everyone could have a community like this like, I wish that I had this when I was feeling so alone in my binge eating. Or even just when I was going through my really dark journey with my body, I wish I had the community where I could talk, where I could voice how I felt in my head and that I didn't, because it would have made me feel so much less alone. And I think it really would have helped me speed up the healing process because I would have been able to talk about it. I wouldn't have allowed that protective voice to control so much of what I was doing. I would have 
that protective voice would have gotten smaller and smaller because the more you speak about it, the smaller that voice is going to get. So if that's something that you want, then I would love for you to join us. Because this group is honestly, I've never in my five plus years as a coach, I've never seen anything like it. Like I've never seen girls come, to, women, should I say, not girls, women come together in such a magical way. And the healing that's happening in the group, like, wow, my mind is blown. And I think the most special thing is that, you know, yes, we have the educational side. So we have the weekly videos that get released and we have the workbooks for you to integrate everything into your life. And we have the group chat where everyone can chat every single day. But we also have the group coaching call, which, which is like, you don't get that on a normal course. You don't get that where you can actually get one-on-one coaching from me, but in a group scenario. And the magical thing with having that is that, you know, one person opens up and they're like, I struggled with this this week. And then the rest will be like, oh my God, me too. So that then when I give advice to that person, everyone can hear it. And it's just so magical because when you have a, a group environment like that, you don't come in and you're not triggered. Like the, your protective voice is kind of taking a back seat because you're like, oh, well, it's a, it's a group. Like I'm listening to what she's going through. And because the protective voice is taking a back seat for a bit, you can actually start healing because that shield isn't there. The shield isn't there to kind of blindfold you for whatever it's actually is going on. And, you know, look at the protective voice as a child standing in front of their mom with and pushing their fingers into the ears and just going la 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 because the protective voice doesn't want to hear it so when the protector is active that's literally what's going on it's like nope 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 not not me not me not me and when you come into a group environment and you think other people are gonna get coached and that you want to listen to their problems it's like that child is just sitting there reading a book and not really paying attention and this is when you can really understand this is when you can heal this is when you can come in and not being triggered and just expect so much healing. And it's, oh my God, it's so magical. Like I can, I've literally spoken about how good this group is for five minutes now, but anyone who knows me knows how, how passionate I am about this program and how much it means to me. So oh, yeah, wow. Anyways, I'm going to go and get ready for this social now. And then tonight after that, I have a coyote ugly themed birthday party, which I'm fucking buzzing for like my outfit this will my outfit will all be already be on instagram when this gets released so go back look for an outfit where i'm wearing a red cowboy hat like i'm the vibe i'm going for here is the the mother of animal kingdom um dallas from magic mike and christina aguilera <laughs> mix into one like oh my god i am buzzing so guys please um fuck this went on for so much longer than i thought if you like this episode can you please give me a follow, give me a five-star review? That would be so nice because then we can reach more people. Also, I absolutely love when you message me on Instagram that you've listened to the podcast, but even better if you can share it on your own stories because you know then more people can know about it. I can help more people and we can actually you know, grow the community and help women take back their power. So appreciate you all so, so much. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye.